0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Get Started Podcast. Where each and every week, we dive into the inspiring stories of local business owners and community leaders who have taken their passions and turned them into successful ventures. My name is Patrick McBride, your fearless host and leader. Uh, I am the agency owner of the McBride Agency right here in the heart of Dixon, Illinois. And I am joined today by none other than the one, the only, the incomparable Mr. Joe. Sof Schneiderbauer?
1: Yeah, Roger that legal okay. name, getting it in there. There it is. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Patrick.
0: My absolute pleasure, man. I have been looking forward to this conversation for a while.
1: Me too. Yeah me too. Once you said you're gonna start this and launch it and go with it, I have been looking forward to this date.
0: Man, I I so the premise of the podcast is to talk to people who have started businesses who who can give the advice and and maybe even some of that social proof uh, that when we do something it's okay to suck at it for a minute. Uh, and, and whether you're going to give that today or not, uh, that's, that's my goal. My goal is when I listen to this podcast, if I can go, okay, it's okay not to be the best and everything immediately. Yep. Right. But you and I have such, uh, I just have such interesting conversations and every time we talk, I, I want to know more and I want to talk more. So you were like, I think one of the first people I texted saying, Hey, we gotta, we gotta have you on. Uh, yeah. so, so here we are.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. I want to, I'm, I'm excited. You didn't uh, even give me any lead-in questions or anything like this, so this is real, authentic yeah. uh, Patrick Joe stuff that you're getting here. That's I'm it. excited for it and nervous at the same that's time. It. But
0: that's it. I did not give <laughs> questions on purpose. I don't want scripted answers. Absolutely. Um, when when somebody comes up to me and and I have the pleasure and the privilege of working with a CEO, and if you don't know what CEO is, it's a it's an entrepreneurial education that's put on by the local vocational center. So if you're if you're local to the Zoc Valley, it's done by a WACC. If you're not local, uh, look it up. Uh, I know that there's a, a website out there. I'll put it in the show notes uh, for this. You can look down below in the in the show notes and find out your local CEO chapter or program. But it is an incredible opportunity. And when when I get asked questions from one of the young uh, the young people that I mentor, uh, I don't want to give them a scripted answer. No. I I love realness. I love vulnerability. And I have got to tell you your transparency with, with your life and your successes and, and all the effort you've put into the world, you're standing on some, some really successful shoulders, I think, in in the mindsets of your family. So I really want to kind of dive into that for a minute, but before we get there, there's a little snippet of where I want to go. Yeah. Uh, But I want to hear from you. So tell everybody out there, who are you? What do you do? And, and if you could, how did you get here?
1: to get here. Yeah. Yes.
0: How did you get started? Mr. Schneiderbauer, Doctor, yeah. Dr. Joe, for those who don't know.
1: Yeah. Uh, like Patrick said, Dr. Joe Schneiderbauer and, uh, I'm owner, uh, and found, founder and owner of live better chiropractic, uh, our base in Sterling, Illinois. And, uh, I was fortunate to know what I wanted to do for a long period of time. Um, you know, I've, I've had a couple of different life, you know, ins- uh, situations that have pointed me this direction and, um, it just really led to my calling of chiropractic. So it's, it's just, I knew that I wanted to do this for a long period of time, even though I didn't know how to do it at the time. And um, just knew there was a lot of school leading up to it and <laughs> took it step for step. Uh, and then, yeah, I've been, been in business for, for seven years. Love what I do each and every day, building those relationships with all of our members and getting to see how each one of them uh, grow and flourish and become successful, living out their uh, God-given, God-given purpose in life.
0: Dude, I love it. So chiropractor, you've always wanted to be a chiropractor. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was months that, that I had known you and you had introduced yourself and what you do for a living and you never said the words, I'm a chiropractor. Yeah. So so give give everybody the, the pitch, right? Oh, like I, if they meet you, like I want them to hear the pitch, right? What do you do? Who are you? Like give them that one real quick.
1: Yeah. I. If you want to hear it authentically, it's yeah. I'm Dr. Joe Schneiderbauer and I really- want to get help people get the most out of life I love like, it that's it
0: I love it so uh shameless plug like we had been we've been clients is it Ben or R?
1: been R. okay are yeah bar. yes bar yeah no R. Words.
0: we're recording new words here on the get started <laughs> podcast uh bar we bar clients yeah uh and it has been uh just an incredible uh, opportunity to watch our own bodies respond. And this is not a commercial for your business, right? If you want to take it that way, great, go for it. Uh, But just to talk about success and and people doing great things that you may not know about in our communities, we we walked in with some hesitancy because I think that sometimes chiropractic care is maybe a little kooky. Uh, Yeah. You know, of course, I'm the guy that doesn't go to the doctor or take medicine outside of ibuprofen for a migraine. Yeah. Right. Uh, Do you see people like me often
1: yeah. I mean, we all, all walks of life, seriously. I mean, we chiropractors, um, we do it to ourselves. We, we go to school to help people and, uh, learn about science and how the body works. And, you know, if I'm pushing my glasses up right now, nerdy stuff, <laughs> we don't know how to market. So the easiest thing to do is, uh, flash a couple of headaches or some lightning bolts coming out someone's rear end to signify sciatica. And you know, those are quick fix problems That's and people, awesome. yeah. I mean, and it works. You can, you can solve those, those problems, uh, in a very short amount of time, but we don't really know how to market, uh, how to help make someone's life better other than just chasing away some pain. Um, so there's, I can definitely see where there's a lot of hesitancy in there when someone says, yeah, we're, uh, we're in the business of making your life better. That's a big step forward.
0: I, I gotta be honest. I'm still stuck about 30 seconds ago when you said lightning bolts coming out of your backside, <laughs> I have a weird mental picture now. Of, of lightning bolts coming out of your backside. And I think that needs to be on a t-shirt somewhere. Yes. Um, yeah. So
1: we, we call that the chiropractic dollar sign. Someone holding their, the back of their head for a headache and their backside there on oh, their butt. Perfect. Yeah. If, if you guys could see an image of that. Oh That'd bro. Be I love
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, I'm all in. So you always wanted to be a chiropractor. You, where did you go to school?
1: Uh, I went to high school in Sterling, and okay. then uh, went to undergrad at North Central College in Naperville for my undergrad, and then uh, ended up going over to Palmer in Davenport. Okay, for three and and, and third year.
0: And I heard that you were quite a uh, an athlete in the in the school of highs, right? So, tell me a little bit about that. Like, so I've, I've got somewhere I'm going with this. I promise. Okay. Tell, tell me, tell me more about high school athletics and and what. What was your specialty? Where were you at? Oh,
1: I'm nervous on this one. If you Uh-oh. know, where you're going already. Uh, high school, uh, I ended up playing football uh, and ran track for four years each and uh, played a little basketball my sophomore year. Uh, but really, really loved those two sports, the competition, trying to get the most out of uh, yourself, your life. Um, and those are seriously, th- those sports and being in a program like that, that's just a playground for learning little things bits and pieces about life that you take with you later, later on.
0: I do not even have to get you there. Uh, Uh so I never played, I never played high school sports. Uh, and that's maybe that's a little, a little misleading. I did, I did very little. I played all the way through junior high and I played a little bit of high school soccer, not a big fan of the coach. And, and really, I was not a big fan of hard work, uh, at that point. So I didn't do it and i transitioned to a solo sport so i started racing uh riding mountain bikes and racing mountain bikes back and this was early 90s so mountain bikes were just like new the new thing it was very popular a ton of money surrounded it uh mr k's mud sweat and gears and rock falls uh used to be where the burger king is now uh, yeah. so his shop was way out there yep uh, so like we're talking way back before he even moved and then ultimately i you know, i'm not sure what happened to it all but uh we, we bought a bike from him and raced all over Northern Illinois. And while I learned a lot from sport, I did not learn anything when it comes to teams. So uh, tell me more about that. Cause, cause you have mentioned in the past how you loved football and wanted to play more of it and, and maybe wanted to go other places with football. I mean, tell me more about that. Like, so that, did that help decide where you went to school? How did that help kind of angle the trajectory of college and and that side of things
1: um, with, uh, with sports in, in football specifically, that was my love, my passion. Um, I mean, pretty much every young guy's dream that was on the football team was, I want to either one play in the NFL, like we're going all out or two, mm-hmm. I just want to be here and part of the team, like yeah. fit in and, and, and have my friends in that social, uh, network. But I, for me, I was, I'm going to go all the way. And so the thing that football and in track too, but uh, if we just focus on football with that dream of going to the NFL, one of the things that that taught me, and I may not have known it early on, um, it was having that long-term, big-picture vision—something way out there to strive for. It wasn't in the near future, but it it helped me to stay focused on the mornings. I didn't want to wake up and go into lifting. Uh, it. it you know, I, it helped me on, you know, this is the worst drill that we're going to do in practice, Oklahoma drill, or you know, running suicides or gassers. It was one of those things where it helped me to practice refocusing on what's the long-term goal is what I'm going to do, get me there or move me further away. And then I could lock in and focus and just, you know, suck it up in that moment. Cause what that is, it's just one small moment on the path to getting to that, that long-term vision and goal.
0: So, so you are a big fan of, of do the hard work but do it because there's a reason. Exactly. Okay. So I, I joined the military and I had the opposite mentality. Uh, so I, I tried college. It didn't work. I joined the Marine Corps. And I can't really even say that that worked. Uh, I did not come out of that like with the right mentality that maybe everybody else that I served with did. Uh, but I learned very early, if you're going to be dumb, you better be hard. So I didn't go into the work thinking it was going to benefit me in the long term. I did the best work possible because I didn't want to be the dumb one. Uh, or maybe I was the dumb one, and I was just trying to trying to, <laughs> to kind of get through things. Uh, but I I had I had the opposite mentality, so I'd love to hear it. And like I took today, I mean, and I have been I mean post military twenty plus years now, so there's there's a long time between that mentality and, and where I am today. I hope my wife would probably disagree. Like I'm still 12. <laughs> I, I still giggle at stupid jokes Yeah. Um, and, and weird hand gestures. Like it's, it's, it, it is what it is. I'm sorry, folks. It's I'm a 12 year old boy and 99% of us are. I don't care what your husband says. I don't care what your, what your brother says. I don't care what your dad says. We're all that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I'm getting Joe to admit to that on the record here. <laughs> um, so if, if you're out there listening, Mrs. Dr. Joe, uh, we all know that he's a twelve-year-old, whether he admits it anywhere else or not.
1: She knows I'm the biggest kid at the office and at That's home. So awesome! I can attest to that. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I like I walked out of that. I walked out of my time in the military, and I, I'm I'm in the few here. I hated it when I was in. Like I hated the work. I hated the effort. I was like, this is a dumb decision. Like it, this is all peacetime Marine Corps pre 9/11. Like there's a different different world, and I had mostly because I had no objective in my effort because it was just train to train at that point in my life. And, and in my head, I was like, what's the point? We're never doing anything with this. Yeah. And then I get out nine eleven nine 11 happens and I'm like, oh, well, okay, maybe there was a point. Yeah. Uh, but now like looking back, I take so much more from that than I do almost any other time in my life. From that, that joint effort to achieve a goal. Yep. Right. And the, in the whole, really, if you're going to be, you know, if you're going to be stupid, you better be hard. Yeah. Right. Because if you're gonna do something wrong, life is gonna get hard. Yeah. Quick. So that's that's probably a, I mean, that's a really interesting piece. And and more people probably learn what you've what you've experienced through sport than than what I did.
1: Well, and I think that's where the beauty of even sharing like what we're doing here on this podcast right now for those out there listening is there's not just one specific way to do it. I mean, you've you've got a successful business that you're running. And it's amazing. I think that's why we click and jive so well is you've got your way of doing things to one, serve your customer and give them maximum benefit and two, provide for your family like yeah. and, and have it fund your personal life. And so, you know, even hearing wait, that-
0: Wait, you have a personal life?
1: <laughs> it's very small when you start a business, where, by the way. Where, where did you get that? <laughs> you got to work for it. You know that, but it's <laughs> it's hard, man. It is, it is, yeah. Yes. It's very, very hard when you, you get started, but going off the, uh, we're good. Yeah. Um, just going off like what you said there, like you're running from, you know, in, in the military, you've got to, you know, you didn't like it. You didn't want to be the dumb guy. didn't want to, you know, you had to be hard. Well, when uh, you're sitting there fighting for which this.
0: The mics are still picking us up. Oh, that's better.
1: Are we back on? Yeah. Are okay. you, are you yeah. still going? Yeah. I was getting, I, I can hear myself now for okay. whatever reason. I didn't know if we were recording there.
0: Yeah. I'll off. cut that part. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, I, again, going back to like the, the beauty of like your, you know, your life's journey that's gotten you to this point running a successful business, you know, and where I'm at too, you know, I was moving, you know, towards something like with casting that vision and understanding it. And, you know, you had your, route of trying to, well, you, you learn about teamwork in a different way. And even though you didn't enjoy it, you know, you had that life moment, you know, when nine eleven came around that offered you that perspective and understanding of, okay, yes, now I see and understand how this, you know, big picture plays out, but then taking those tools and utilizing that to then build, you know, your, your life, your business, you know, and everything going forward. There's not just one way to skin a cat.
0: I don't think you could have said it any different or any better. I, I think that's probably for anybody out there listening, like the whole core of this podcast is to make sure that you you hear and understand and wherever you're at in your life, right? Whether you have started that business, whether you're uh, thinking about it, dreaming about it, afraid that you can't do it, uh, or if you're in the middle of it and you're afraid because let's let's be real for just a moment. Uh, how scary was it opening your business? Because So what did you do before you opened your own chiropractic office?
1: What did I do before? I was a student. So I jumped, <laughs> I jumped out, jumped all in. Um, I just, I took it one step at a time. Um, so I, I found another doctor, uh, Dr. Peterson. Uh, he owned Peterson chiropractic and sports injury. And we had a great friendship 10 years prior to that, or that started 10 years you know, prior to that moment. And he helped mentor me through. So he's like, Hey, yeah, well, I'll help you get started. I rented a room from him and um, you know, just got started there. I'd be driving around town and I'd be gone all day. I'd be back and I'd adjust one person in the morning and help somebody and adjust them, you know, another person in the afternoon. That was the start of it. So, you know, six months later, federal government's knocking on the door says, Hey, yeah, uh, you went to school for seven and a half years. We're going to want those loan payments back. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, having that fear and push and like, you just got to get started. It is, it's scary and nerve wracking. Um, and you know, depending on, I don't know where everybody else's life journeys at, but you know, for me as an 18 year old kid, you know, you're signing up and going off to school. I didn't really know the value of a dollar to be flat out honest with you and what I was even signing for. And so, but knowing what I wanted to do going forward, that was a good lesson for me. Like, I'm just going to take it one step at a time. And the big piece that I, you know, now learned later on, um, there was a lot of ignorance tax involved, um, with that. Like, okay, yep. I'm going to do it my way. I know how to do this. And That's I just the want what thing I, I ever want. Heard. Ignorance <laughs> tax. Yes. You got to pay your own ignorance tax. And um, so now coming out of school uh, at that point, I was just, I had a great mentor in Dr. Peterson. Um, I had my, my dad that owned a business since 95. Uh, My father-in-law was very fortunate. um, You know, he owns a bunch of Napa stores um, in the area. So they, two different business owners, I was able to talk to them around the, the dinner table and stuff like that. And they were able to help guide, you know, your dad, your parents, like when you're younger, you just, as the the child, you just know everything. All of a sudden, something in me just said, okay, let's start listening. Got some wisdom and, you know, we're able to share some things to help me really get some traction going. And again, that's why I love this podcast and stuff that you're you're getting a lot of those resources out to people um, as that mentorship to try to avoid some of that ignorance tax that you don't have to pay that we, you know, we did. So you went
0: from student yeah, to now business owner, like how, what was the timeframe between, and, and maybe you said this, I'm sorry. So from the time you got out of school to the time you opened your office, how long was it?
1: Oh boy. I, uh, I graduated, uh, July 15th, okay. got married July 25th, <laughs> went on a honeymoon for a week and then came back and unofficially opened the doors August 10th. It was, it was nuts. so less than 30 days. Yes. And yeah less than 30 days
0: so you're 24ish
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah 24 25 whatever how the math checks wow. out there
0: okay so so mid 20s nothing but a student up to this point you have seen the success of your family and you just went you just went i mean you you're talking you jumped head first yeah how so for anybody out there like okay if you're <laughs> so i'm i'm early 40s and we have been in business for six years, uh, February 1st, 2023. We celebrated six years then from the day we opened our doors. Now we have gone through some changes, right? There was a, we worked for a big national brand. They got bought out through an acquisition. We put a different brand on the door and we decided that that was not the right partnership for us. So yeah. we we kind of walked away from that. And we walked away after six years of, of working with someone and kind of having, we didn't go full into ownership. While it was my office and my name was on the door, we were essentially employees. Uh, it was a great deal. Like, it was my business. My name was on the door. I get to make my own hours. They were my customers. I kind of run it how I wanted. But I was still W-2. Yep. I got a salary that first year or so. Um, I don't remember when the salary stopped. But I mean, I had a salary. I had a guaranteed paycheck. I had benefits for the family. Like, those are things that, that were there. And we had we had kids. Like, I'm, I'm a little older than you. So we had, I mean, we had four kids. Kids were going into middle school. And we had chosen to to partner with this carrier or this brand because of some of that security. Yep. And over the course of those next five years, making the decision to take that brand's name off our door and start over mm-hmm. in something that we knew that we were successful in, and that we had been successful in. I mean, we were the number one agency uh, in the country for two years running, in in business produced in little old Dixon, Illinois. For a national, hundred-plus-year-old company, and we were still afraid out of our freaking mind uh, to start over. We're we're not quite by the time you by the time this podcast release will have been open a full year. So we are at the point of this recording, just shy of a full year being open. And I am, you know, the the vulnerable moment, right? We'll call it the trust tree. Uh, I I listen to a podcast, and they always have like this little sound effect: trust tree. <laughs> So well, we'll call it that, right? So the, the, the circle of trust, the trust tree, like I am still at this moment, like there are days when I am almost 100% just almost incapacitated by fear of what happens if. Mm-hmm. And I, I for me to you, nobody else is yeah. listening, right? Uh, for the three people that do listen to this, ignore me when you see me in public. It's never about me. I'm not worried about me. At the end of the day, I know that I have employable skills. I can find a job. I can go get a job and pay my bills. Yep. Right. I know I could, but we have people that work for us. Yep. We have people that trust us, not, not just that do work for us. We don't just hire them and pay them a wage and they go do their job and they smile and they, they go home and they're happy. I mean, we, we all, that has been a prevailing mentality in my life growing up, right? Is a, is a very old millennial or a very young Gen X, depending on what your opinion is there. That's been the prevailing mindset of our generation is shut up go to work, you're lucky to have a paycheck, and and you're lucky that we're giving you a job. I don't I don't necessarily believe that. And to sit here and to have an opportunity for other people to come and work for, great. We're we're glad. I'm glad for the city of Dixon and the Sock Valley that we can hire the people we do. And if I could hire fifty more, I would. And and that's to say we don't have 50. Like if I could hire 50 additional people, man, oh man, I've made it. I <laughs> might have time with the family. I might, I might know what time off is. Yes. Uh, but that's the, the piece. We're so, we're so focused on making sure that we're providing the opportunity for the people that work for us. And that they have a place that they feel fulfilled in what they're doing and feel, uh, feel valuable in their role. And, and even through, sometimes you do like those annual reviews and meetings and, and I'm, you know, anybody out there listening, like, you know, no matter where you're at and no matter what level of success you have or have not achieved and and your level of success is defined by you, Mm -hmm. right? Joe, your level of success is not defined by me, right? Like if I wrote down my level of success, would you agree with it? No, no, I know you wouldn't. No. Right. Uh, and, and, and the same for me to you. Yeah. And, and I think that that's probably the biggest piece, but when you write down your level of success. No one can tell you if you're valuable or not, whether you've reached it or not. Your value doesn't change. Yep. Right? And the old adage, right? Like, Take the $20 bill, I crumple it up, squash it, rub some dirt on it. Is it changed the value? No. People, people listening, your value didn't change because you've opened the business or not, because you're afraid or you're not, because you you can't get an idea or your boss doesn't agree with you or whatever. There's, there's sometimes you just got to step out right? The name of the podcast is called get started for a reason. I think the, the cover art has a guy lacing up his boots, right? Yep. Lace up your boots, get started. Yeah. Right. So, so you started your business. You're how far in your five, seven years, seven years now, seven years. In. Yeah. It's flying by. Yeah. And you just made a big transition. Do you want to share that yet? Or is that a secret? For no, the day?
1: it's not a secret anymore. Okay. Um, we're, we're moving to a new location and, uh, a much bigger location. Uh, helping get a bunch of different uh, independent providers all under one roof for the convenience of all of our members so they don't have to drive, you know, all over. And, you know, when you're serving families and you got two, three, four, five, you know, six kids, you know, that's a lot of schedules to keep track of and send people everywhere. So the more uh, people and professionals we can get under one roof trying to make that convenient for all of our our members, that's um, just been a dream of my wife and mine for a, a very long time. And it's just pretty cool seeing that chapter of our life start to come into to form. That's
0: so, awesome. Yeah. And and it's all around the same. So the same, you know, we call like, I I'm looking at investing in other businesses over the next couple of years and, and my business coach and my mentors and other, other people that are successful in my industry have told me be insurance adjacent, right? Yep. Because, because I'm good at what I do. Uh, I, I'm telling everyone out there, I believe that I'm good at what I do. Our customers think so, whether I really agree, <laughs> you don't have to agree with me. It's okay. Uh, but we're, we're focused on what we do, but finding something insurance adjacent, like what you've put together there is like, they're, they're, similar ethos, uh, to the, you want people to live their best life. Absolutely. Right. So, so what are the types of businesses in that facility that are coming in or, are or, or, or like-minded organizations? Yeah, I can, I can't share
1: the names just yet, but I can share the, uh, the picture. There we go. I can, uh. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't share the the names of the people specifically right now. But um, your traditional ones, you have massage and acupuncture. But uh, you know some really specific uh, ones as far as a pediatric uh, speech uh, therapist, uh, physical therapist. Uh, you also have some Reiki. Uh, actually, have a couple different uh, yoga instructors doing some. You know they they have a place to uh, operate a large uh, square footage area so they can kind of bounce around town, but, uh, have their core, you know, member or client base here because we, you know, they are at our office cause we see them too. So it's really trying to build in a lot of that convenience for our customers, um, and members. And That's the awesome. biggest thing is culture, just making sure that the culture fits, uh, when we build out.
0: And um, so you were system. downtown Sterling. Yes. And so you've moved to the outside of Sterling a little bit, right Right there on the edge of town. Now, was that, was that strategic or was that just the building you found or was there, was there a reason for that?
1: Um, there, there is a reason. I mean, there's it's hard to be in three places at once, Dixon, Sterling, Rock Falls. Um, but we did find that you know, that location is pretty centrally located between Dixon and uh, Rock Falls, uh, our, our surrounding area. And also it's, it's right by the schools. So when we say, Hey, our mission, our first thing on our mission statement, um, right now is we want to help 20 full families. Like that means every single family member under care. And we're on a mission to find out how to do that. When you start putting families in there, you know, you've got school, you've got sports, you've got all of this. You have to start answering a lot of those questions of how can I make the product that we bring to the table for all of our members to get that better life. How can we do it as convenient and most cost effective as possible? And that's part of the journey that we're on.
0: I don't even think about the schools being
1: over there. Yeah. Yeah. So, you-
0: strange story. So, I grew up in Dixon, graduated from Dixon High School, uh, but I went to kindergarten at Franklin School. Oh, yeah. In Sterling.
1: Me too. The round school. Really? Hey, Patrick, yeah. go sit in the corner. Yeah. Where, where's it at? It's a round school. <laughs> Sorry. Really remember, bad old joke.
0: I remember almost nothing, but the school was round. Yeah. It's all I know. And I, I don't even know that I could remember my, my kindergarten teacher's name, but we had lived in Sterling. Like I was, I was born there. We lived there. <clears throat> my dad had passed away. So then we moved, uh, to the Dixon school district. Uh, and I started, I think a week or two late. Like I still remember walking into my first, first day of Mrs. Moore's class, first grade at Lincoln school here in Dixon. And a uh, shout out to the West side of Dixon that, uh, good things, good things can come from the West side school districts in Dixon. Like, you know, for all, for all these success stories that I went to school with, like, let's go. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I went to school there. I didn't even think about it.
1: Yeah, that's, the so yeah, go, I guess the strategic location, we got the round school there at, at Franklin School, but uh, it, man, everything from just having a, a larger place that can house uh, all the professionals needed um, to provide that better life experience for, for all of our members to the parking lot, to just all the little details that we've learned along the way that actually really do make a difference and we didn't have. It was really working a lot of those things in to really build, you know, the best thing for all of our members.
0: And so this is not only is this, I mean, this is better for the overall business of Live Better Chiropractic, but this is, this is different for you in growing your own professional and entrepreneurship, right? Because this is a different undertaking because you're no longer just an owner operator. Like you don't just, you know, I own this building, I operate my business out of it. You now own a building that you have a business that operates out of, but you've got a separate entity that's now running this business for all these other professionals. Yep. So tell me a little bit about how that's, how that's growth and stretching. I mean, that's obviously some growth and stretching, but tell me more about that. Like what have you found in the middle of this process?
1: It's painful, (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) be fully transparent. Um, And that's saying it from a place of complete vulnerability because we're in the process of doing that right now. Um, But every life experience, um, even just going back to like college track, I had amazing, Hall of Fame track coach um, a couple different uh mottos that he went by like pain is temporary you know but on the other side of that pain comes your success yeah. um, so you got to be able to work through that work through that tension work through that pain however you want to coin it and term it um, but alcarius he's he's won uh, more national championships team national championships I believe than any other sport any other division you name it and he's also had more NCAA uh, national champions than any other coach in the history of, you know, collegiate sports um, at North Central College. And uh, his motto, it, it wasn't run for national championships and kick the other guys, but it was run for fun and personal best. So like breaking that down, you think about that, like it wasn't just grind it out and just hurt and everything. Like, like anything that you would think about that tough coach that's going to make you successful, it was run for fun. Like you find joy in what you do. Um, It's not going to be one of those like owning this place, us telling you how to run your business. You're this, you're the expert, you're the specialist, you do your best serving your members though. That's what we want as far as people coming in and just do your best day in and day out. Like there's no one, just like we talked about earlier, there's no one way to do this. Every single person is their own individual person and they have their own, you know, plan of attack that's going to help them to live their best life. Um, so running for fun and personal best, I've taken that and Shanna and my, my wife and I have, have really taken that to uh, this whole journey in this process. And I guess the third one, I'm, I'm dropping a bunch of uh, Al uh, sayings.
0: You, you but, didn't even have to name him. No, I mean, this is this is like credit yeah. here that, that he's getting that you didn't even have to give. Like no one would know that it was from him. Yeah, it could just be from the Doctor Joe.
1: No, it's uh, it, it's from him. But I I've been able to live that day in and day out. And the 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 three most important things that you need to build a culture, a program, or business. It, it was uh, a program for uh, track and field. But the three most important things you need to build a business, if we're going to work on that, is culture, culture. And culture.
0: I think I see a theme here.
1: You got to build that baby. Yeah. I'm smarter than I look. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got the glasses push up going here. <clears throat> that's right. That's yeah, right. absolutely.
0: I, I do have a face for radio. So <laughs> this is uh, one of those pieces. I do too much video to say that. You shoot
1: some pretty darn good video too. It's, it's all in the editing. <laughs> it's all in the editing.
0: Um, uh, Dude, that's that's incredible. And I think what you guys are 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 building and I think why I'm so attracted to your business in general and why I wanted people to hear from you in in our region is you definitely have some successful people in your life. You have some successful examples and a lot of times we have talked a lot of people will talk about the success of their family and and their success is stemming on on those that came before them. You're standing on the shoulders of giants. I think that's what is that Jurassic Park, right? When Jeff Goldblum's character, Dr. Malcolm, whatever his name is. Yep. uh, When he talks about in the very first, one, this is like the nineties model, you know, Jurassic Park old school. Uh, He talks about like, you're just standing on the shoulders of giants and you don't know what you're doing, but to be able to stand where you are now because of your dad, because of uh, Shanna's dad, their successes and being able to see, see what that looks like and understand that the little things, sometimes are trivial. Yeah. Like the fears that I have, sometimes it's like, why are you afraid of that? It's never happened not once. Yep. Like that that shoe, there's not even another shoe to drop because there are no shoes attached to that worry. Sometimes that stuff is just is just kind of bygone. So while with all of that said, I want to transition here. We'll kind of wrap this up and and let people get back to their to their regular days here we're going to call this the boots on the ground section. Okay. Right? So if, if yeah. we're, we're going here with practical application or practical tips, so you have gone through high school and collegiate athletics. You've gone through, uh, all the way through your, your undergrad and then through the chiropractic schools with Palmer and then starting a business 20 days after graduating. And there is a marriage and a honeymoon in the middle of that. <laughs> not, not even no, 25 days. Yeah. If, if my math is correct. Yeah. Depending on right. how many days are in July. Yeah. Um, uh, it could be 26 if there were 31 days. I don't know, Jane. I'm not even going to count. Yeah. Keep people interested for at least another minute. What, what advice would you give to anybody out there who is on the verge of starting something from the very beginning or, or starting something new like you just have? Like what advice would you give them? What practical advice could they deploy in their, in their desires today?
1: Well, let's, uh, let's go back to what we talked about right uh, off the get-go, the fear. Um, I guarantee if anyone's starting a big uh, leap of faith journey like that, there's going to be some fear involved. And really, you you know, fear is it's in your head. You can ask yourself so many what ifs, what ifs and what ifs run through so many scenarios. And while that's that's good to a certain extent to try to anticipate what to expect. Eventually, you're going to have to walk by faith and be able to take that first step towards it. If it's that important to you, you have that deep burning passion and desire to actually accomplish this mission or move forward, you're going to have to take that first step. And that first step, it doesn't have to be, you know, like we're at right now, buy a new building. Like it could be sign up for one month's rent and provide the service that you get for somebody else.
0: There you go. So really practical pieces to get moving here. Uh, and I think one of the things that to, that I actually have a list uh, in my in my iCloud of what I call patrickisms and they're things that I just say all the time and right. I, I kind of stole it from uh, from a book I read called Axiom and it's just it, things that you say that mean something so much bigger in your world or your ecosystem uh, some of them are 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 NSF right not say for work uh, NSFw I, I, I may be a little more of a potty mouth than I want my pastor to hear on the podcast at this <laughs> early stage in our journey uh, but one of them really is I think it's it's number uh, number five out of eleven or 12 that I have written down here is that life is fair it's just not equal yep. So if you want what you're looking for, it's not just going to come to you. you got to get out there and work for it. And I I say that often to my kids, like life isn't fair. I'm like, listen, uh, we know like life is fair. It's not equal. And, and we understand that you think that fairness is the the equalizer there, but it's really more about uh, effort. Mm -hmm. LeBron James makes more money playing basketball than I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, LeBron James is not the goat. Now LeBron James makes more money playing basketball than I do. Is that fair?
1: Yeah. Yes, it
0: is. Yeah, I'm bad. I'm so bad. Uh, (laughs) If you know me, I played basketball through junior high. And I think through junior high is a stretch. I think it was through seventh grade because we had a no-cut basketball program at Madison Junior High School here in Dixon. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm so old, I went to Madison, not Reagan. Uh, There was no Reagan when I went there. Like, they broke ground while I was still there. So I was on the no cut team and I I played on what they called the D team. Not the A, not the B, but D is in Delta. Like I was on the D team. They called it the developmental squad. And I barely played. And and we didn't get the cool uniforms like we had the short shorts.
1: Oh boy. Yeah.
0: So we I was four foot seven, maybe. Like I was not quite five foot my freshman year, the end of my freshman year. So I was, I know I was real short, one of the shortest guys in the school. And, and the shorts were short on me, like from the seventies era, Oh boy! but, but there's a reason. And I, that was a really long rabbit trail to agree with you and say that, right. When you want that success, you've got to take that action. Don't let the fear get in the way. Take those steps. Um, so, uh, anything else you want to add here? Anything you want to recap, or just kind of make sure that everybody knows about you? I, before that, how do people get a hold of you if they want to know more about Live Better Chiropractic? How do they contact you? How do they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, we've got our uh, website, LiveBetterCairo.com, and uh, you just go on there. You'll be able to see a contact us page, and that'll get you uh, the, the fastest way to find whatever your preferred method of contact at that point would be, whether it's phone number, you know, email, you name it. LiveBetterCairo.com is the the place to go for that.
0: Awesome. So I think I lost it there. Like my brain just totally, totally fried. Um, you know, for anybody out there still listening, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the get started podcast where the secrets for success are just getting started. So get up, get off your ass, lace up your boots and take that first step. If you enjoyed today's discussion, be sure to uh, hit that purple subscribe button on your iPhone or whatever your favorite listening platform is so you don't miss next week's episode. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the get started podcast or follow us on Instagram at the get started podcast. You see the theme here Uh, while you're at it, buy your friend a coffee or buy him a drink. Tell anybody you know about the show and have a discussion about what you're getting started on.
1: Dang right. Thanks for having me, Patrick.
0: Always, man now to find the program and shut it down here it is